Can someone tell me if they want me to add like my dudes or not? <laughs> You're listening to The Unprofessional Entrepreneur, the podcast where small business owners learn to build their business unprofessionally. It's high time to stop stressing about having perfect content and a conventional way to market your business. I want you to embrace your unprofessional side and learn to succeed on your own terms. I'm your host, Feli, a feel-good marketing mentor and the owner of a content repurposing agency, FDVA. Tune in each Thursday when new episodes air and let's build your business unprofessionally. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of The Unprofessional Entrepreneur. It's ironic because I'm recording this episode for the third fucking time. I just could not get my shit together, could not string sentences together, and like my energy fully wasn't there. And I was trying to edit it, the second version, and I was like, yeah, no, you can hear that. Like my energy is not in it and I can do this episode way better justice. So here we are round three. Don't ever think that I'm perfect. I am messy as fuck in my action, in my intentions a lot of the times, but you know what? Like that's what you all love about me, that it's not perfect, that it's, it is what it is, you know? Okay, so today we're talking about feel-good schedules, and I actually wrote this in my notes app when I was mid-move from Mexico to Canada to France because it was like my feel-good schedule has come about because of my unprofessional business structure, but it just works so well for me as somebody that lives six hours ahead of most people that I work with. Um, as someone that doesn't always have control over their schedule because when my father-in-law decides to invite people for lunch or dinner, that means that we're cooking because he doesn't cook. (laughs) And so sometimes I'm just expected to put together a lunch for five people or put together a dinner for six people in the middle of the week with no notice. And I can't always work the hours that in my head when I wake up, I think is going to be my schedule, right? So that's my lifestyle. Even when I was in Mexico, sometimes the Wi-Fi would go out. Sometimes there'd be like a random beach day and I'd want to go with everyone, you know? So having that flexibility is really important to me. And this is where I came up with the feel good schedules term and started talking about that more. But when I was writing the outline for this episode, I was thinking about a past client of mine, and I think her story is better than my story about creating a feel-good schedule and the results that it creates for you. So we're going to go through what her time in one-on-one looked like and how creating a feel-good schedule ended up being a big factor in her marketing and in booking out her services. So when this client came to me, she wanted to stop offering done for you. She does done for you funnel setups and she wanted to stop offering it because all her time was being spent on client work and she had no time to work on growing her business or marketing her business, which meant that whenever she finished with one client, she had no more clients, no more leads because she wasn't marketing while working with the clients. I know this is a vicious cycle that a lot of service providers get sucked into, especially those who work on retainer basis. Sometimes you give your all to your existing clients, and then when the contract is ending, you're like, well, shit, I have nobody in the pipeline to replace you with. 
this is where feel good schedules come into play because it wasn't actually that she wanted to stop doing done for you work. It wasn't actually that she didn't like doing done for you work. It's that her schedule didn't work for her lifestyle or for her to continue running her business to have some consistency. So one of the things she wanted to do was have CEO days or like work on your biz day because she is like me, somebody who's living in Europe as an expat, but also traveling a lot. It was just the tail end of summer when we started working together. So she'd been going away for a lot of weddings. She always goes back and forth between the US to visit family and family comes to visit her in different parts of Europe. So it's like, Again, you don't always have full control over how your weeks are going to look because sometimes people are in town, sometimes you need to travel to go meet people, to go different places. And so having that flexible flexible schedule is really important. And part two to that flexible schedule is knowing what to prioritize, knowing what are your non-negotiables and what needs to be moved to the top of your schedule the second that you lose a day or you're not going to have as many hours as you thought to work. That's really important when it comes to creating feel-good schedules. I would say like the second part, the I don't know, the second thing that makes it really important to creating a feel-good schedule is discipline because you can say Wednesdays are going to be the work on the business days. Wednesdays are going to be like I don't touch client work. And then a client sends you an email Wednesday morning and you throw your plans out the door. Discipline, boundaries, whatever you want to call it, like that is the second thing that's going to make having a feel-good schedule work for you because you do need to hold yourself accountable to that goal or desire you have for yourself and not throw out what you need to be doing because marketing is just as important as doing the client work. The clients, they've already paid you, you want to deliver for them, but you also want to be continuing to attract more clients, aka you need to be marketing yourself. So there's a lot of different ways you can set up your schedule to be flexible, to work for you. And of course, it relies on your lifestyle, on like if you have non-negotiables during your day, like if you start all your mornings with going to yoga or you need to take your kids to daycare or school, like that's going to change what works for you and your schedule and what you need to evaluate when you're putting together your feel-good schedule. I personally like to have slow Mondays. I don't like to have calls on Mondays. I like to keep Monday open for more creative things. If there's something that came up on the weekend that I've been wanting to get started on, or there's something I need to play catch up with, like I would never, I would never have podcast episodes released on a Monday or email newsletters go on a Monday because sometimes I take Fridays off. Sometimes the end of the week gets too hectic and it's just not going to work. So I need that Monday as my catch-up day. The way that my schedule works right now is I do mornings for me and afternoons for client work. So because I do content repurposing and because I work as a subcontractor doing engagement, I'm in other people's brand voices a lot and I can't do my own content creation, what I found. I can't do my own content creation. I'll struggle to record podcasts, write emails, create carousels. If I've been in someone else's brand first, I need to start in my brand, in my headspace of my voice 
and then I can move into other people's, but I can't go from them back to mine. I find it, it just doesn't work for me. And so that's why my days are structured like that. For this client, because she's doing funnel builds and she has like outlines to create and meetings to deliver on. And then of course the actual building of the funnel itself within the platforms, it's easier to have the full days dedicated to client work and then a a full day dedicated to her being in her business. So we did end up setting up the CEO day for the middle of the week so that if she was traveling Monday or Friday, or if she had client deadlines coming up and needed to spend those those edge days, <laughs> you know, like the ed, the the start or end of the week, deep in focus, it it wasn't going to get taken away from by having the CEO day in the middle of the week. It took away from having to decide from a travel day and getting to be present with your family in your life and getting to create marketing content. Of course, there's more to the content creation and marketing your business than just like making your schedule work for you. But having the dedicated space in your schedule is a really good place to start when you feel like you, you're not prioritizing it, when you feel like it's the thing that's constantly being pushed aside. After this client started implementing the work on your business days in the middle of her week, she was able to start batching content like by the masses, whether it was emails or short form videos, because that's her style of posting. It started to come together really quickly. And then she got to move into the experimentation phase of the feel good framework, which is figuring out what types of content you like, what works for your posting style and seeing what was working, what was resonating with her audience, and then duplicating that. And I believe she had about two months without inquiries in our time together. And then within 48 hours in our last week together, she had six inquiries from people interested in her services and not just her done for you in other parts of her product suite. That's something I'm going to cover next week when we talk about sprinkling stay tuned. Um, but it was really exciting to see how clearing up the schedule and then figuring out the content that you actually like creating, the platforms you actually want to be on and experimenting with the content, it it really did pay off within those four months to see all of those leads coming in like that the second things were on the right track. So like I mentioned, schedules can look like so many different things you could do like I do with my agency where it's two weeks of creation, two weeks kind of rest, or my personal life schedule, which is mornings for me, afternoons for clients. You can implement a CEO day no matter what day of the week, as long as you're prior prioritizing having a CEO day or time blocking. I know that works for a lot of people, Pomodoro method. There's so many ways that you can create a feel-good schedule for you. It's about getting intentional, prioritizing, and figuring out what's currently blocking you from getting there. If this is something that you want help with, you want to dive deeper into, slide into my DMs. Let's talk about one-on- If this is something that is interesting you, If this is something that you're listening to and you're like, yes, I need this, I get it, 
but I'm stuck, (laughs) then I invite you to slide into my DMs. Let's talk about one-on-one because like I just mentioned, this client, she was in my one-on-one. A big focus beyond just figuring out your marketing is figuring out making decisions I can, I can, I can, I can, I can, I can. You can see that things like feel-good schedules are very nuanced, just like feel-good decisions, feel-good investments, feel-good marketing, feel-good businesses. All of it's very nuanced to you and your energy and what you're actually trying to do in this space. So I invite you to slide into my DMs. Let's talk about one-on-one. This was an example of a client that was in my one-on-one. You can see how she went from wanting to ditch done for you completely and move into mentorship only because her schedule wasn't working for her lifestyle, wasn't working for her to have a consistent business either. And through all of those little shifts of the schedule and the content creation and the platforms, she was able to create a consistent content marketing process that brings in leads and inquiries quickly. (laughs) Like when she decides she wants a client, the clients are coming, right? And that is what I help my clients do in one-on-one. We're going to work through all those blocks, build your feel-good schedule so that you can book out your business and start selling whatever service you want to, whether that's done for you, coaching, consulting, retreats. I actually have noticed that I'm attracting a lot of dual business owners, which I love, Um, and by dual business owner, I mean, people running very separate, but integrated segments of their business. So that could be done for you and mentorship, like what I do, what this client does, a different client was a coach as well as in-person retreats. I had other clients that did one-on-one coaching as well as memberships. So it's, there's lots that can go into dual businesses. And I think the reason why I love coaching people running dual businesses or wanting to start dual businesses is because I've been doing it since the start of my business that I never wanted to niche down. I never wanted to pick one thing. I am very quote unquote multi-passionate. And so I get it and I get the marketing struggles that come in place of being someone running a dual business. And that's where, again, we're going to talk about sprinkling next week because it's very relevant in this content I've been sharing that sprinkling needs to be a part of your strategy if you want to sell multiple offers in your product suite at the same time. So you can either head to my website, felliday.com slash mentorship, or you can slide into my DMs and say one-on-one, let's talk one-on-one, let's get on a sales call, let's work out where you're at, what you want. And if one-on-one is the right investment for you, I am so excited to to chat with you because this is honestly one of my favorite ways to work with people. Obviously, I love my agency, but one-on-one, I get to be so close proximity with you and it's just like lights my soul on fire. But that's where I'm going to love you, leave you, and see you all next week with another episode of The Unprofessional Entrepreneur. And Like I love to remind you, don't forget to stay unprofessional. Can someone tell me if they want me to add like my dudes or not?